Welcome to episode number 101, Like Dalmatians. Let's go. It's a morning after podcast. Way to go. Go. That deserves a cowbell. And I feel bad because the last episode we recorded was episode 100, and I had no idea that it was episode 100. Otherwise, we would have celebrated appropriately. It wasn't until I, I, I uh, was uploading it to the internet and all the different podcast platforms we have, and it just it, it happened to just mention this is like it's like this is episode number like how many episodes? And it, it was it was 100, and I was like, good job, way to go. Not, not a good job because I didn't. I wish I wish we could have like done something and, and what, celebrated. Think about that. What would we have done? I don't know, but I'll, I'll transition and I'll say this. One thing I we're we're hoping to do because I think we've we've seen I, it's it's weird because I'm able to pull up the website and see the different numbers and like which episodes are listened to the most mm-hmm. by our regulars and by people who are maybe just discovering this podcast for the first time. And I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it a New Year's resolution to this podcast. I'm gonna try to have more guests on. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do like when we have special guests. I think it adds a little variety. And I love, honestly, one of my favorite guests from last year was our friend who came in to talk about the holiday Holiday boutique. boutique. Yeah, Uh, We had a ball getting to know her and just chatting and laughing hysterically if you haven't if you missed that episode honestly it's worth going back it's it's, it's entitled holiday boutique and And obviously the event is over and (laughs) we have but her name meant something completely different than what we thought it did yeah oh my gosh i'm trying to remember that off the top of my head and i don't um no you know what and i feel like we have just not even been on schedule or podcasting or at work for so long. That was, I don't know why. I mean, it, we really weren't off for that long, if you think about it. I mean, it was just a little over a week. We do this every year, though. Usually December, mm-hmm. we'll just kind of take off because we're in the middle of Pajama Jam, getting that wrapped up. And then we're thinking ahead to Christmas time. So usually um, we'll do like one or two episodes in December. And that's just about, that's honestly, like, because like everyone else, like real talk here, it's just the end of the year oh, no. kind of laziness. Well, like, no, but I was just saying about like the time off. It just felt like we were off for, I think, a longer period of time than we actually were mm-hmm. i think with the way the holidays felt this year as well like with the christmas Sundays. on a sunday yeah. and you get that extra day and mm-hmm. whatever anyway so i feel um i'm not gonna lie like i feel really spaced out in my head and just kind of i'm still off sleep track big time i cannot believe how <laughs> jacked up my sleep schedule was you were telling me how you were kind of a heathen and um because i know for me when we take time off i'll sleep in later because the alarm goes off at four but i'll, I'll sleep into like 6 30 and that's usually me this was totally different and i don't know why and it was that way from the first day off until the end i don't know going to bed at like midnight one o'clock in the morning my husband and i were watching movies i was like it was like 1 30 in the morning i said let's, let's throw on a movie so we watched super bad for the millionth time and that movie is hysterical i love that at 2 a.m you decided to watch a giant stoner movie <laughs> I, know, I have no idea why that's the one we picked but we were howling laughing i if you haven't watched that in a minute it is a, so funny god it's so funny but yeah I, doing that and then getting up at like i don't know 9 30 10 o'clock in the morning just wild wild times this is a story that i'm not gonna tell on the radio and i've told it to you already about christmas break and about um the insecurities that i had over christmas break oh, i know you did, you I can't believe you had this insecurity. I know cuz this you know what this sounds like? This sounds like something that you would do. It, old me. Old well pre Prozac Jenny. Yeah, Prozac Jenny no. doesn't worry as much. And that's what I meant. This sounds like something pre Prozac Jenny would do. Totally. But what had happened was on our last day before we took our our 2 week week and a half vacation you said, hey, yeah, we'll definitely, we, you know, we'll keep in touch a lot. And you even said, like, hey, we should, like, FaceTime at some point so you could see Chandler and we could just say hi and kind of catch up on things, you know, at some point. I said, that's perfect. It's like, my mom's coming to me. Well, my mom's in town. I'll FaceTime you and say, what's up? 
And then you and I, we usually we usually keep in touch pretty regularly over the break. But over this particular break, for no reason in particular, you and I, we, we really didn't chat a whole lot. We texted a little bit. And just a little bit. Yeah, and it wasn't anything over the top. And... Um, I didn't I, think anything of that, by the way. We just had a ton of family in town right. and activities, and it was just a lot going on. And I remember thinking to myself, um, towards the end of it, I was like, you know, she, I was like, maybe I should reach out and say, hey, do you have time? We can FaceTime today. And I'm like, oh, is that weird? And then I got to a point where I was like, what? If, what if? Because look, I have a big personality. I can sometimes be a lot to handle as a human being, and I know, and I know that about myself. I am. I'm a very loud human, and when I say that, I don't mean like volume-wise. I mean personality-wise, as well as volume-wise. And so I know that sometimes people need a break from me. And so I was thinking, oh, well, I don't want to reach out to Jenny. This maybe, maybe she needs a break from me. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I've been a little too much this year. That is <laughs> so. Needs, I don't want to bother her. I don't want to. I don't want to text her and have her be like, oh, it's Mike. God, I deal. Can I just get some time away from you, please? Like that's I, genuinely went I through my in head. I walked the studio first day back. You said, are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. No. I feel like we didn't talk enough while we were on vacation. But you know, it is weird because we usually do. But I mean, we were just busy, and we I had know. family in town. I we my we were all sick like the whole month of December. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a nightmare, and so just kind of dealing with that. We had to postpone. Oh, I just totally spit. I wish everyone could just see what just happened. Literally, spit just flew out of my. I'm mouth. glad that no one saw what just happened. It was disgusting. It was pretty gross. Um, but no, like we had a, we had had to reschedule a bunch of stuff for my son's birthday because he was sick and I was sick and we were all sick and whatever. So I we just had a lot going on, really. And, and then for a, no other reason, because I and I'm actually sad. I don't know how I missed the memo that your mom was coming to town. I knew you guys were supposed to go to Chicago, which, as it turns right. out, you ended up getting sick and didn't go. That was a whole other story. But yeah, I, I thought I told you that Barb was coming out to Kansas I, you City. You may but, have. I just... It, and, I and that would have been around the time. So what had happened was, it was my mom was coming out. She came out the day after Christmas to say till Wednesday. She's like, I'm going to leave Wednesday morning. And then Wednesday afternoon, we had a flight scheduled to Chicago. I wasn't able to be a good host for my mom because like right after she got there, I started feeling a little tickle in the back of the throat, a little phlegm, a little sinus action, all that gross stuff. And by Wednesday morning, the day she left and the day we were supposed to get on an airplane, my temperature was 100 degrees that morning. So Mm -hmm. I couldn't go. So I ended up spending over the Christmas holiday three and a half days completely solo by myself in the house by myself. Katie and and my daughter Chandler went up to Chicago and spent some time. And and by the way, they ended up catching my bug. And the whole time they were up there, they were sick. And so Grandma Julie had to step in and take care of everybody. And I'm like... What a wild... Is it... Hey, honest question. Does it make me a terrible human that I was very relieved that the first time Chandler got a real illness and what all that entailed that I was 500 miles away from No, I think that's how my husband felt the first time one of my kids got the stomach bug. Because I'll tell you what, I will take sinus and snot and coughing and fevers all day. All day. But when that stuff, and I am the, I will, I'm going to compliment myself. I am the best nurse to my children when they have that going on. Yeah, like you anyth- are. I am. Anything they need, I like to make sure they're cozy and all the soup and all the things, right? Mm. When that stomach bug hits, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get my masks out that yeah. we wore for COVID. Right. And, um, oh, I get a little psycho. I mean, I start, I'm Cloroxing. Is it? Everything. Okay, so let me, because I know obviously there's one particular body function. Mm. Uh, where where it comes back up the way okay, you you are not a fan of the of the of the vomiting of is the vomit. one of my biggest fears in this entire is this, world. So is it, when you say the stomach bug, are you referring just to that, or are you talking about the poops as Listen, well? Diarrhea, whatever. Like I'll help you wipe if you need it. That's, That's fine. Wild. It is. It's the vomiting. I can't. 
You would rather it. deal with diarrhea than vomit. Yes. And knock on everything in this room right now. We've avoided that for some time. Just... <laughs> You tell me when we're done knocking. I swear, just keep, just knock the rest of the podcast. No, no, but um, and it's because it's truly, I do believe the good Lord knows that I, it's not my strength, and so that's where uh, my husband, not the best nurse. Also, let's talk about my husband and his man cold. Okay, so I had the flu. You're I mean, not going to like the, this discussion. We'll, we'll have it, but you're not going to like it. I had the flu. I mean, the actual flu. I have never. I'm truly. I'm not even exaggerating. I have never felt that sick in my entire life. I was out. I'm and, sorry and, to hear that. Oh, that stinks terrible. for you. And and I was off for several days. You know, when when that happened, obviously, because it wasn't even one of those things like you could push through. You know, there are, there are definitely sniffles where you're like, okay, I don't feel great, but. A little Tylenol, go to work, I'll, I'll be okay. This was not that. I was in my bed, could not move for several days. So my husband, thank God, didn't actually get that degree mm-hmm. of, of the flu slash man cold, whatever. But he's got a sniffle. He's got the sinus. Mm. He's got a cough. Condolences. Yeah. He's a little hey, warm. Hey, get better, Matthew. I, he's a little warm. I felt him this morning. I said, I think, I think you have a fever. He's like, I don't have a fever. He's tr- totally trying to will this thing away, which I also appreciate. Good for him. Yeah, he's a man. But I said to him yesterday, I was like, listen, you're not... Not great. He's like, I'm going to go to the gym for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, sweat su- it out. Super spreader. Like, go give the germs to everybody at the gym. So you say sweat it out. Do you see where we var- we differ here? And and he, and, he, and he just tries to push through. I said, why don't you let me take care of you? Like, go, lay down. I'll make you some soup. I'll cover you up with all the blankets. To me, that sounds amazing. If my husband would offer that to me, I'd probably cry. Sure. Because when I'm sick... Not a soul takes care of me. Yeah, I'm we stay away from own. you. We don't yeah. want your cooties. I'm on my I'm on my own. He will stand in the doorway and be like, Are you okay? You need anything? Occasionally. Most but of the time I have to go. You understand Matthew. that is his that you understand <laughs> that is his sign of love and affection. And if you're at the, if he's if he's in the other room and you're going, Matthew, why don't you just text him? It's twenty twenty three. What are you doing? Well, I I did. I mean I have. But it's just funny to me the difference. I don't know. I I, I would love oh my god, if he would take care of me like that. Finally, because I made him feel bad, he did bring me some soup and a grilled cheese. He made it for me and put it on a tray. Wow. I, well, great a, hey, great they, job, I know, Matthew. But like I had what a, a husband. I had to ask for it, though. You know what I mean? Like I just want yes, to take the how, initiative. Jenny, God. Ugh. That's how men work. I don't understand. And this is a debate that has been happening since the beginning of time. And I don't understand how women don't understand this. If you want anything in the world, all you have to do is ask for exactly what you want. And you're not wrong, because when I do ask for something, I mean, within reason, you know, I, it, he'll usually make it happen. If you're you know? sick and he's, and, and you're like, Matthew, will you make me a grilled cheese sandwich and some tomato soup? He's going to be like, yeah, babe. And he did. Give me 10 minutes. Yeah, and he did. What's, so you're I, mad at him <laughs> because he didn't read your mind and know that you felt like a freaking grilled cheese sandwich. Like, you just tell him. Because we're just different men and women and this is where like when my kids are sick I know I'm like I bet you Jules would love a strawberry acai lemonade no berries light ice from strawberries from strawberries from Starbucks <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> because I know like I, I love to just I love to bring joy you know what I mean and I'm like she will be so happy if I roll up in her room and I've got this and sure enough she is right but he would not go get that on his own correct because men just he needs to be told yeah, but that's okay. You say is that like it, it's a bad thing. I know. I think I just wish there was a little more uh, thought 
It's not thought. I you know. don't want thought. You want mind reading. Those are different things. I guess. Because his thought here. Let me try to explain to you this yeah. way. His way of being thoughtful. Because the last thing he wants to do is mess something up, and heaven forbid, bring you something you don't want. Even though, even though he thought you might want that. So when his being thoughtful is coming to the door of the bedroom and saying, "Hey." Do you need anything? That is him being him. thoughtful and wanting to make absolutely sure that whatever he gets it exactly right. So you can't yell at him later. You remember when I was sick and I wanted a grilled cheese and you just brought me <laughs> soup? And he, I brought you soup without asking. You should have asked. I would have never said that. I would have been grateful for anything. Well, then, like, so when my kids are sick, when anyone's sick, I'm just up in their faces anyway, because I'm like, I'm going to get it eventually. I may as well just, you know, except for the stomach. I will stay far, far away. I want nothing to do with that. But um, with with Matthew, like, I'll I get I'll get mad because he'll stand in the doorway. I was like, can't you at least just give me a hug? He's like, I really no, don't, I don't want what you have. I don't want to give you a hug. <laughs> and when I'm now that I'm well and I'm rationalizing that, and I'm like thinking logically. I'm like, OK, you're right. Like, I totally get that. But in the moment, all I wanted was a hug. I just wanted my mom. Yeah, and, and that's great that that's what you wanted, but you're an adult now, and you know that you don't always get what you want, because sometimes what you want isn't for the greater good, mm-hmm. and, you know. And one of us has to stay healthy. Look, again, I'm healthy now. I'm I'm totally looking at this logically, but you know when you're sick, do you still want your mom when you're sick? Seriously, to real talk. No, I want to be left alone. Really? Mm-hmm. When you were little, did you want your mom? Probably. Well, I don't know. Everybody's different. I really think Matthew... Likes to just pretend like it's not happening and move forward. I, on the other hand, just, I want my mom. I mean, I am 47 years old and I still want my mom and my dad I, to be honest I with want, you. If, if I'm being genuinely honest about what I want, everyone I wanted as a kid, you know what I wanted? I wanted a servant. Mm-hmm. I wanted a butler or somebody to just come and like, I wanted to be able to like, ring a bell. Hey, I need a grilled cheese and I want the grilled cheese brought to me and I want you to go away. This is why... Grubhub and DoorDash became my best friends while I was sick with the flu because I had not ever utilized that service. To me, that's an unnecessary thing. I'm like, I am not lazy enough that I can't get in the car and drive a quarter mile to the McDonald's and get it myself. I'm sorry. Could you say that last sentence one more time? There's I don't know a specific what I said. reason. Just, just that you're not lazy. I'm not lazy. There's no reason I can't drive the quarter of a mile myself to mcdonald's good okay i I want that sentence to really set in because there's one person who listens to this podcast every (laughs) week her name is my wife katie (laughs) did you hear that katie you can drive a quarter mile to the restaurant to pick up your own darn food but you do not need to DoorDash every time we run out of groceries but let me tell you something katie this is where now i have your back on that maybe a little more because i didn't you know you don't know till you know you got to experience something but you were sick no, and let me tell you something. It, I believe those services were invented for people who were sick and cannot leave the house well, because it was incredible for COVID. COVID. Yeah. It, incredible, though. Just the fact that I didn't even have to talk to anyone, look at anybody, nothing. Isn't it great? Tip and, I put the tip on there and everything. Yep. You know, it's great. Fantastic. Um, but I did use it this past weekend. My son wanted wings. We had all eaten. I didn't want to leave the house. It was really cold and just gross outside, and I did it. And I paid the extra. I don't even know, like, what do you had to pay? It like almost like on some extra. things, especially for food for only one person, mm-hmm. it would like it doubles your bill. It does. Yeah, it the, does. Because there's, there's the deliver, there's the DoorDash fee or mm-hmm. the GrubHub fee plus the tip to your driver on top of the fee. You know when I did it? I just thought of this. It was New Year's Eve. Oof. We had all eaten, and he wanted wings, and I thought, well, it's New Year's Eve. He should have wings. What, have you ever considered just like saying, no, you can't have wings? We've already it's had dinner. Really hard for me with my son, especially because of the dimples. 
But like, had he eaten anything? No, he had why, not eaten. What, what was for I dinner forget, that I night? I don't remember. Now, why didn't think, he consume? We... Why didn't he consume whatever was for dinner? I'll tell was you he what. not in the house? No, I'll tell you what. Um, it was New Year's Eve, and usually we do. Usually we have. It's a. I say a party. It's the four of us. It's my kids and my husband and me. You know. But I always, sounds like a party to me. Well, yeah. I usually get. I really do. I usually get decorations and whatever and make a big thing. All I did this year was buy a cookie cake, and I did say early in the day. I did say, why don't we get some wings? We'll get some buffalo wild wings, and then. My husband wanted a cheeseburger, so he ended up grilling burgers. Stop that right there. Mm -hmm. Your husband wanted a cheeseburger? I know. No bun. Don't get too excited. Well, that's why his buns look so incredible. It is, no and I'm jealous of. And when I say when I'm mad about it, it's just because I'm jealous. That's sure. all. Sure. But um, no. So that that now that I'm thinking about the entire situation, that's why because I had promised <clears> wings, <throat> we didn't have wings, and so I thought the boy needs wings. Let's get him some wings. So I DoorDash. But I do. I mean, the convenience of it is incredible. You're right. Totally overpriced, and to do it all the time would be absurd. I know that you have obviously much more parental experience than I do. My parental experience is very minimal. So I tell you things sometimes about like my philosophies as a parent, and you kind of laugh and say, just you wait, just you wait. I am telling you, and I understand that I got a little girl, and I understand that she melts my heart, but I'm telling you, mark my words, she is not going to like how much I say no. I don't care. I'll, I'll tell you, my husband is the same way, and I didn't expect it to be that way. I really thought I'd be the tougher parent, and that's no. not the case at all. I say yes m- m- almost all the time, but don't give. A, I'm not a pushover though. Like, don't get don't think, get that confused because there are times where I can see very clearly the manipulation, mm-hmm. but there's just a lot of times I say yes because truly I'm making up for stuff that I lacked in my childhood. Okay, that's so it, fine. It, it's psychological. But I, I I think sometimes with the dimples, I'm not I'm not saying this in like a, an insulting way, but I do think sometimes with the dimples, sometimes maybe just a little bit of a pushover so with the dimples. So Chandler's talking so much now. <gasps> oh, ah. she! I know you showed me some videos. Ah. She's like, and she goes, ah, she's a really high pitched scream. Darling, remember that time we were worried that you might have an ugly baby? We weren't really. So now it's the opposite of that. Can I tell you this? And this is this might sound a little conceited, but so what? It's how it's my thought. It's how I feel. But like. Like I look at my, I think I think of myself as a very average-looking dude. I don't think I'm ugly. I don't think I'm as extraordinarily. Well, now that you have uh-huh. the mustache, I mean, you you have upped it. I am above average now. That's <laughs> a good point. That's a great. Point. I did grow a mustache for the new year, and it's not that I grew. My, I used to just have the full kind of beard, kind of stubbly beard. And I just shaved everything except yeah. the mustache. It looks wonderful. It looks marvelous. Does it? Uh, yeah, it does. And um, I completely forgot. No, where no, no. This. You were saying because I know we're we can get back to that. Um, you're average-looking. You had a thought. Conceited, I said, maybe. Conceited, maybe, yeah, because you said that we're like, what if I have an ugly baby? Yeah. Like, what if we have an ugly baby? I consider myself very average looking, like a five, six out of 10, right? And my wife, she'll tell you that she considers herself average, like not the best, not the worst, right? And like, we've had a very honest conversation with ourselves about that. We're just very, we're very average. We're not ugly, but we're also not supermodels, right? Like, that's where we're at. A lot of people are there. (laughs) So, yeah, like, so I mean, I, we, like, we don't like going up to your house. You all are a bunch of supermodels, and we come oh. up there and we feel like Uggo Supremes coming up to you and your beautiful I, I family. I see that. I 100%. Exactly. Oh, my Thank gosh. Thank you for your Stop. So, when, we, when, when Chandler popped out, and now that we see her, like, my daughter, and I don't, am I looking at it through biased eyes? I don't think so. I mean, like, no. yes, I am, but, like, I really feel like we made a cute baby. Like, I've seen some of the other kids that she's at daycare now, and some of these other infants came out. I'm like, my baby's way cuter than that baby. Let me tell you something. She is darling she's we made a, precious we, we, she could be a gerber baby i really she, feel no, like it. she really could and like her cheeks she got big old cheeks her eyes eye, yeah and a little like fuzzy hair oh my god katie she's so and I, you're gonna love this katie and i had this conversation like three days ago we're like can you believe that like 
Like women. <laughs> we, we, we are not attractive enough people to have created a child that is this beautiful. And we, we kind of, we came from a mutual understanding like, of averageness. Let's go. Yeah. We're like, we are very average and our daughter is very above average. And what happened here? Like, yeah, my daughter is beautiful. By no, the way, she's beautiful. She started she daycare yesterday. And as I'm, re- and as I'm recording this, we, um, you know, she's at this daycare and this daycare has this app that you can download. And I, I guess all the, like, this is new to me. I guess parents who have their kids in daycare probably are familiar with this. Well, I would say it'd been this generation parents who have that, but I can imagine, I think that would have been, um, like when I, when my kids, if they had gone to a daycare, I don't yeah. think they would have had that technology. And that would have stressed me out because I had somebody come to the house and watch her and she, we had a notebook and I, and she would write down all the peas and the poops and the, how much she ate and this and that. Yeah, that's what we're getting and that's here. That's what you're like, getting on an app. Yeah, I, so like, like in I'm gonna, real time. I'm gonna, yeah, I get a, the phone ding, and it's a, a notification from this app, and I can tell you that at about eight forty-five this morning, we're getting ready to do a Music City Minute. Don't worry, Chandler Peter Pants. We got a brand new diaper on there, right? And then she had a bottle. And actually, I'm very proud of her. She just woke up as we're recording this from a forty-two minute nap. Let's go. Good, good job, good baby for girl. You. Yeah. No, that's awesome to be able to see that. Um, do you have any? I don't know. Is there? Is there? A camera thing where you can peek in or anything. Like that. That's too and, bad. Well, and I think the deal with that is you have to think about it. These are you would technically be able to look at other people's kids as oh, well. That's true. Yeah. And like, and they could like password protected and everything. But I think it, like I would be uncomfortable even with other parents who I'm sure are very normal people. No, I get it. The yeah. other people like watching my kid. Like, eh, no, I get it. Creepazoid and stuff. I just know that this is a terrible comparison, but they do offer that at the doggy daycares, and that's why same. I wondered if they did it with the baby. Everyone listening is thinking that exact same thing. <laughs> Everyone is thinking the same thing. Daycare's wild, though. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that my wife thought that she wouldn't be emotional on day one of drop-off. Yeah. She called me in a ball of tears. No, it's it's hard. And I'll tell you, it, it's hard. It's really hard at this age because really all you do is hold them and mm-hmm. get in their face and make them giggle. And, you know, it's so much interaction. It's funny because I, I think a lot about my journey of being a mom Mm -hmm. and where you are versus where I am now. And like with Jules, I even, I I made her sit on my lap the other day. She's 12, you know, but I was like, come get over here. I was like, get over here. Like, let me just squeeze on you. Cause I thought about when, when she was Chandler's age, I was kissing her face constantly, you know, just constantly in her face. And I'm like, you know, it's just different. She's 12 years old. Like I'm not kissing her face constantly, but I sometimes just love for them to get on my lap and just like, let me just pretend you're a baby for five seconds. And she's like, mom. Yeah, that's very (laughs) straight. Yeah. I don't blame her for going mom. Are you living, are you living vicariously through me? Are you like, does that like when you see me with Chandler, are you like, does that, is that what maybe encourages you to go home and be like, come here, 12 year old. Let me, you think I'm kidding and I'm not. I know, I know you're not. I'm yeah, asking if it, that, it if really, that has sparked it. It does. And it just makes me see how fast everything goes because truly I feel like I was doing what you're doing yesterday. I mean, I just can't believe, I can't believe she's going to be 13 years old this year. A teenager. I mean, that's just so mind-blowing to me because I remember just, like I said, when she was Chandler's age, it just feels like it was just a moment ago. It's so wild. I think what's cool, though, is that I'm proud of how I've evolved as a mom because when she was little like that and when Miles was little like that, I just, I remember, and even, oh my gosh, Mike, three years ago when I started this show with you, I remember saying things like, they can never leave my house. Like, I have to always, all if she goes to college, I'm just going to have to buy an apartment next door. Like, you know what I mean? I, just that feeling of I can never not be with them. And it is wild because you raise them to be independent and you raise mm-hmm. them to be individuals. And I really am starting to see that and I'm I'm getting there. Not quite there yet. You know, all the way. Like, I, I want to be with my kids every single second. But... Yeah, right. I'm starting to just see they're starting to become their own people. And 
when I get told of like things they do when I'm not around and the way they behave, Jules got her report card the other day and one of the comments from the, her teacher said, I have truly never had such a kind child in my ever. I've never taught such a kind child. Like that, when you hear stuff Dang. like that, you know what I mean? It just, it's all, okay, full and, circle. And then can I tell you that, <laughs> I, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but I can guarantee you I will not get that on Chandler's report card. You don't know that ever. I don't think Why? I will. Well, Why? Just because, because, because you are. I don't know if you know this about you, but you are an extraordinarily freakishly kind person. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. You're freakishly kind, and like, <laughs> and 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 I'm. Whereas I'm a little more sarcastic, and my wife is a little more sarcastic as well. My wife, my wife and I are similar. Like I'm again. I'm my personality's louder. But I get along with Katie a lot because her and I kind of have that same personality. And I'm not saying that my daughter is not going to be kind. Yeah. I'm saying that there is no way that my daughter's ever get a report that says, this is the kindest child you know, I've ever you met. Don't know now, that. You I'll don't get know that. the loudest, I'll get the fartiest, right? Like the, or, or what I'll get. What I'll get with hers is the same thing that I got on my report card. And my report card always said, Michael is a very enthusiastic student. Enthusiastic. I like that. But sometimes he needs to he he could do better at learning when to to stop having conversations with his classmates and start working on his work. Miles actually just got those very same comments. And here's the thing, he's a smart kid and I'm not just saying it cuz he's mine, but like he truly is. Mm-hmm. And when he puts his mind to anything, it's amazing what he can accomplish. But he is in that phase of, oh, he started the eye rolling. He's 10. Mm. He just started the eye rolling. And he's really, um, you know, he's just, I guess he's a little more social than he has been in years past at school. But he's just chatty with his friends, whatever. But I feel confident he'll get through that because I remember going through this with Jules and she's emerged on the mm-hmm. other side. You know, she's yeah. pretty, like, I mean, how do we But did you to... never uh, roll your eyes at your parents as a kid? Oh, no. I, I know. Like, I did all the same things. Behind I mean, I tried to pretend I didn't have parents. We talked about that. I would make them drop me off, like, two miles away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't have parents. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> Mom, drop me off. Drop me off J.C. Penny, not by the... Right. Not by the food court. We would seriously, I can picture our mall, and we'd totally do that. Like, mm-hmm. drop me off here, and I would walk all the way the other mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, it's just, it's just wild. Parenting is a wild ride. And don't you see, like, it's just, now that you're in it, it really is, like, it's a guessing game in a lot of ways, and you just hope you're raising them right. I know, and everyone's telling me to, it, 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 it's impossible advice. Everyone's like, well, make sure you just, you cherish every moment now, because it all goes by so fast. That's great. Cherishing it the best I can, but at the same time, I don't know. Does this make me a bad person that I'm really enjoying the freedom of daycare? Because there's no there's no half days for like infants. Mm-hmm. You have to sign them up for five days a week for a full day, and you can come pick them up whenever you want. But you're paying for that full time, so I can pick her up as late as like six. I think if you don't think I'm waiting till at least four forty five. Sorry, sorry about it. Like, well, I, but I, I don't it, feel bad about well, that. Well, maybe, maybe not. I think it'll depend on your day. I'm thinking when the weather gets a little nicer and you maybe don't have anything in the afternoon and you're like, oh, I've taken my nap. I've done all my things I need to do. Maybe I'll pick her up and go take her for a ride in the stroller. Or, you know, it's different, too, when she's going to well, become it, older and more interactive. I mean, right now, babies are just, they're just needy creatures. Mm-hmm. 
that's and I know and I know we talk about it a lot because you've said it openly and you don't mean it with any bad heart. I know that, but that the newborn phase maybe not your favorite phase. Just not because, even a little bit. And I, I think a lot of guys, if they're being honest, would probably say that. But I do think that it's all a hindsight thing because look, there's some hard days in the newborn toddler phase, like hard days. And is maybe then it make, makes you a bad person, then I'm a bad person because no. when my kids went back to school after holiday break and I had that entire house to myself yesterday mm. and I napped for three solid hours <laughs> uninterrupted and did whatever I wanted to do. I, I mean, it's a game changer once they can start doing more things for themselves sure, sure, sure. and being a little more independent. I, know, I can't wait to see. I, I hope she wants to play a sport. And I'll, yeah. I'll let, pick pick whatever you want. I'm going to sign her up for it. If she wants to play three, that's fine. I'm, ne- I'm never going to like for, you really should play softball. Oh, no, I kind of hope she try. plays volleyball. Yeah. What well, did Katie play? She played soccer, didn't no, she? No, Katie rode horses. I thought she played soccer too, though. I know, I, I know a question, like, but I mean as far as like, sport. I mean, maybe as like a little kid. Okay, I don't know why I thought that. No, she didn't play soccer. But, um, I could see her. I could see her playing volleyball because they're saying the doctor's saying she's like seventy fifth percentile when it comes to height. So she might be a little bit of a taller girl. Like, nah, that's go, go play volleyball. Get you a scholarship to Mizzou or something playing volleyball. I got some pull. I used to be the public address announcer for Mizzou volleyball. Make it happen. I make a call. Hey, listen, my Let's daughter go. needs to go because you know paying for college <laughs> scam rip off. But if you can get it in for, I know that's my that's my I hot know. take. We uh, you can get it for free. Okay, uh, two quick questions I wanted to ask you in this podcast for okay. you. Did you? I told you. Um, that I made a New Year's resolution as a father. Now I'm try. I've I've had, and thankfully this doesn't come on the air like when we're on the radio. But it even comes out on this podcast a little bit. But I got a little bit of a potty mouth, and it's like unnecessary. There are times when it's necessary to say a bad word, and I'm not taking that out of my vocabulary. But I I do. I was like yeah, I swear too much, uh, within earshot of my daughter who think doesn't know what any of it means. Like, like that's my New Year's resolution is really cut down on saying the bad words yeah. when I get frustrated about something. And I just I don't know. Did you did you make when's the last time you even made a resolution? Have you ever made a resolution? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Every year I vow to eat healthy and blah, maybe blah, blah, you know blah, blah, all blah. the typical things. And I'll be honest with you, I really didn't this year. And mainly because if I'm being 100% honest with you, I'm happy. I'm the happiest mm-hmm. I've ever been in my life. I feel like um, I am eating the best I can. I eat healthy most of the time, but I feel like I like the balance that I've created for myself. I mean, look, over the holidays, out of control. I was eating right. everything under the sun, but I got back on. You yeah, know you what made, I mean? You made a power bar this morning. It was very dry, and you powered through yeah, it. Yeah, it was gross, but <laughs> I ate it. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's... Oh, powered through it. I just got that. Come on. Ooh, I'm tired. I'm telling you I'm not on my sleep schedule yet. But no, I feel like I'm, I've, I've finally figured out the balance of that where it's because of all or nothing. I was all or nothing forever. And I feel like I've finally been able to conquer that somewhat. Also, just, um, I don't know, just in life. Like, I'm, just, I'm truly happy. Happy at work. Happy at home. I mean, Good for you, you're proud. mentally, mentally doing very, very well. You and sound like you're proud of where you're at in life. Like you're proud of I yourself. I am. Good and so you. it was for the first year. And I'm not saying, my God, life is not perfect. And I am not a perfect human. Sounds being. perfect. No, but, That's but I'm, perfect. Um, I just feel I'm, I'm at peace, I guess, where mm-hmm. I am. And so I don't feel like there's a lot that I want to. Yeah, maybe your resolution. Maybe your resolution is just keep, keep doing what you're doing. That's And that's it. Yeah. Truly. Great resolution. Yeah. Um, You don't like to talk about 
when it comes when it comes to gifts, uh, this is our first podcast since Christmas. When it comes to gifts, you're a big fan of gift giving, but you're not a fan of gift receiving. So I want you to try to be a little selfish here. Okay. What did you get anything for Christmas? And if so, did you get a favorite gift? A gift like, oh my gosh, like this is so thoughtful. And well, my husband and I decided not to. We have the last few years decided not to exchange. Yeah. But what we do is we fill each other's stockings. Yep. And so it can be. Is that code for something? Whatever. No, but it sure sounds like it. But it's not. <laughs> I promise. But we and it can be whatever. We don't even set a limit or anything like right. that. So like I rolled up um, a. Chiefs jersey. I wanted to give him something special, so I rolled mm-hmm. up a Chiefs jersey, and he wasn't expecting that, you know, in the stocking or whatever. Um, but he got me, and this might sound so lame to everyone, but I have discovered my love for champagne and for sparkling wine and mm-hmm. all the things this year. Mm-hmm. And he got me uh, a set of really pretty champagne, not not like you're thinking the kind with the stem, mm-hmm. but these are like the short. I don't even know what they're called. Stemless. I guess you know what I mean. So it's there's just, no stem. They're yeah. just round. Are they skinnier? Skinnier, like an oval, skinny yeah, sort of. Yeah, a champagne, a champagne um, flute. But no minus stem. the stem. And sure. I love, I love them. So I would say that's my favorite gift. There you go. What about you? Do you guys exchange? Katie and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even even before because we have family and everything to buy for. But with it, I got. I'm going to tell you two things I got that are hilarious. And I sent you the picture of both. Remember I texted you? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> so there's, and, and both of them, by the way, came from my mom's friend. No relative at all, but her name is Susan, and she's just one of the sweetest women ever. And she she is like, she's you know those people who are just really good gift givers. Yep. She's a really good gift giver. She got us two things. One, she got us a, um, a, a stuffed elephant with big old ears. Oh, you, that is gorgeous. And the ears have writing on them. So the ears are customized and on the on her ears it says her full name, date of birth and all her stats, it's like how beautiful. long she was, you know, her length, weight, uh, time of birth, everything like that. This beautiful elephant. And then, so I'm going to tell you this about Mom's friend Susan. Mom's friend Susan is an advocate of the marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> she loves them. And so she had heard us talking about Elf on a Shelf. Because uh, you know, with with uh, we, Katie and I have had a discussion. Uh, we've we've sent emails with Santa Claus back and forth. We've sent emails Santa Claus back and forth, and and Santa's like, "Hey, do you want me to? Do you, do you need an elf? Do you need me to send an elf down to your house?" And I I I am against. I don't I don't believe. I, I think my daughter is wonderful and does not need an elf on the shelf. Mrs. Keller strongly disagrees. And behind my back, sent in an order form to Santa, mm-hmm. and the elf will be here next year. Wonderful. That's all I'll say about that. I. Uh, <laughs> Good luck I disagree with that. <laughs> with that situation, but uh, the elf has already been assigned to our house, so it it, it, it is what it is. Uh, I, I'm sorry. The whole reason I bring that up is because um, she heard about our elf on a shelf, and being an advocate of the marijuana cigarettes that she is, she actually <laughs> found a, a a toy that is similar to an elf on a shelf, except it is a uh, well, it's Snoop on a stoop, okay, and it's 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 Snoop Dogg, right, elf style. He's got he's got green on instead of red, of course. He's got a giant pot leaf necklace mm. and a big fat blunt sitting out of his mouth, and it's Snoop on a stoop. Snoop on a stoop. And when I tell you that when I opened that gift, I was a little buzzed, and I was laughing hysterically <laughs> at the con- not only at the fact that I opened the Snoop on a stoop, and I'm like Snoop on a stoop, that's hilarious, but also the fact that the two gifts that this woman chose to give us were so contrast. Totally, because it, it's funny you did send me pictures of both gifts. I I had no idea that was from the same person. Same person. I would have never thought that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this very beautiful stuffed elephant with all beautiful. her information, and then Snoop on a big old fat blunt. And she's like, "Yeah, just 
put it up in your house. I am going to have a one-year-old at Christmas. I cannot put Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt on top of the fireplace. So funny, though. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's all. Good to be back podcasting again. Yeah, it's good just to be back in general. I'm really happy to be just on a schedule again. Yeah. And as much as it's fun to have days off and it's fun to sleep in and it's fun, but it's... Our whole house just runs better when we're on a schedule. When they're in school and I'm on a work schedule and all of it, it just, I don't know, we're, we just work better. But you need to break off from that schedule and you mm-hmm. need time to just sit around and be bums for two weeks and watch super bad and get two in the morning. Absolutely. And then, but then, like, then you get back on schedule, like, okay, here we go. I was our first day back. I was up so fast. I was up at 3 30 with no alarm ready to go. Today, that alarm hit at four o'clock and I was like, oh. I would agree with that. I've, I'm struggling, struggling a little bit today, but um, we'll be all right. By next week, I think we'll be. Right back where we used to be. Which is definitely not all right. No. Never has been. Yeah.